What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So as award season moves along, we are now on to the Hank Aaron Awards. The Hank Aaron Awards, you know, one, I say plural because it's one per league. It's given to the best offensive performer in each league. And, you know, there's some added significance now because Hank Aaron passed away this year and now it's just one of those special things you know he's a legendary player but he's not going to be there to you know to honor the awardee so it just kind of seems a bit more special now because it's like you have to carry on the legacy of hank aaron which is definitely no small feat but with that being said the winners are vladimir Guerrero jr in the american league and bryce harper in the national league so that was announced Tuesday on MLB Network. So, yeah, I mean, not much of a surprise here for either player. I would just say, at least in Vladdy's case, this is unique because he's only coming off his age 22 season. He's the youngest player in MLB history to win the Hank Aaron Award. He's also the fourth Blue Jays player to do it. Carlos Delgado did it back in 2000. Bautista in 2010 and 2011. Josh Donaldson in 2015. So some recent history there for the Blue Jays, but obviously Vladdy is a beast at the plate. He tied Salvador Perez for the major league lead with 48 home runs, and he finished first in the AL in on-base percentage and slugging, which therefore means he had the highest OPS. And no MOU player had more runs scored or total bases than Vlad Guerrero Jr. I mean, he also had a very good year this year from the standpoint of durability he appeared in all but one of toronto's games that's huge that's huge I and mean, he definitely looked like he was in better shape than than he was say his rookie year and he definitely kept the weight off and it has played it has paid huge dividends huge dividends so congrats to vladimir guerrero jr he's just getting started I mean, age 22 already with a hank aaron that's that's some serious hardware and the Blue Jays are going to build around him. They're going to build around him. You know, this is somebody who is a future of your franchise, he and some others as well. But they're definitely going to do whatever it takes to keep, you know, Vladdy in the heart of the lineup for as long as possible. Moving to the National League, Bryce Harper took home the award. And he's previously won this. He did it in 2015. So he becomes the 12th player to win the award multiple times. A-Rod has the most Hank Aaron awards with four, followed by Barry Bonds with three. So obviously this means you are a, a dangerous and feared hitter. I mean, the criteria for this award is technically, you know, that they're looking for the best offensive performers in each league. And this is saying that Bryce Harper was the best offensive performer in the National League. So I don't really think that's anything you can argue with. Harper had a very good year. His third season in Philly, he led the majors with a 615 slugging percentage and a 1044 OPS while hitting 309. He also crushed 35 homers and produced an MLB leading 42 doubles over 41 games. So just an amazing stat line here for Bryce Harper. And, you know, to make things even better, he did his best work down the stretch. I mean, he had 330 with 19 homers, 21 doubles, 46 RBIs, and 48 walks in his final 58 games. I mean, he did as much as he could to keep the Phillies in the postseason hunt. Of course, not 
not something one man can do, but he definitely did his part. So great stuff from Bryce Harper. Um, you know, there were other people considered, obviously, but these are the two guys who won it. Oftentimes, I've actually seen the Hank Aaron Award being a precursor for the MVP, but I think it's safe to say that's not going to happen this year. He's looking at, you know, the just looking at the situation with Shohei Otani. I mean, he's a guy who is great with the bat and his pitching arm. But you can't say just because somebody is not a full-time hitter that, you know, they can't win a hitting award or vice versa. You can't say because somebody is a full-time hitter, they can't win, like, an MVP. Like, I've heard people say, like, oh, a DH can't win the MVP or something like that. But I digress. I digress. Nonetheless, those are our two Hank Aaron Award winners. So moving on to other news. Some news coming out of Seattle is that the Mariners are not willing to replace J.P. Crawford at shortstop. So, I mean, J.P. Crawford, he's going to remain the team starting shortstop going to next season. But, you know, the Mariners' president of baseball operations has already gone on record in saying that they're trying to add some versatile free agents to the core they already have. So that means surrounding building blocks like J.P. Crawford with talent instead of just outright replacing them. I think there's, you know, a lot of great sentiment. I think that's a very valuable thing to say. Honestly, that's how you start to build the right pieces. You have a young core of players and they are playing well. You don't just shop them away. You know, you, typically someone who you drafted or whatever they came up through your system is going to be cheaper to retain than it would be to go out and get a brand new face off the open market. You know, obviously, when you're on the open market, more people can bid on a player's services and that drives his price up. When you are dealing with a player already in your organization, you have more leverage because you are the only player, sorry, you're the only team that could pursue a long-term deal with that player. So they're not gonna be as expensive because the player doesn't have as much leverage. But like I said, I digress. This was about J.B. Crawford. But next year, expect to see some top Mariners prospects in the big leagues. Guys like Julio Rodriguez and George Kirby. Now, they could save the Mariners millions of dollars next year if they're major league ready, if they have a good spring training. So we'll see. Maybe the Mariners might be targeting more established free agents. Maybe someone like Chris Bryant, for example, or Marcus Semien to play second base, or even some of the pitchers like Marcus Stroman and Anthony Descafani. But... We'll cross that bridge when we get there, you know, as we as we move into hot slow season. But that's where we stand for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.